0: Serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Taco
1: Tuesday.
2: Oh, happy Tuesday. Gatos, Chad, there's Becky Lynn. How are you today, Becky Lynn? I am great, tacos. That that made me hungry. Mm. Hey, you want to hear a terrible horror story? Sure. Are you ready? Was this yesterday or today, Chad? Yesterday. Okay. Yesterday, our friend Chad Benson here, he wakes up in the morning. Remember, he's got, he's got two different shows, right? He's got his morning national show uh, that airs around the country. And then uh, he sits in here and uh, we do the show together, right? So he wakes up in the, you know, crack of dawn. It's not even crack of dawn. It's like, you know. It's before dawn. Okay. Yesterday, 2 a.m., he looks at his gas tank, and what do you say, Chad?
1: I say to self, you know what? I'll just fill up. I'll get out of here in the middle of the day. I'll go fill up. You know, get a snack or something like that. Uh, because I just, I just had to get to work. I Had to get some stuff done. So you skipped putting gas in your car at two in the morning
2: when it was how much? Four sixty nine. Two a.m. Monday. Monday. Are you with me? Yeah, Monday I'm sure. two a.m. It was four dollars and sixty nine cents. 469 we get off the air last night 6 p.m he's got to fill up
1: was it 469 or what 499 30 cents in well, about what like 14 15 hours same place same place wow 30 cents 30
2: cents in 15 hours or so because we always make fun of him he's actually here at the radio station yeah. for 15 hours a day yeah <laughs> that's insane 30 so, while he's here working on all everything right yeah. $0.30 cents it went up. So, you know, we took a big part of the show yesterday and talked about the economy. Uh, we talked about uh, gas prices that have gone up, obviously. You know, the, the stat we had yesterday was $0.23 cents in a week here in the Valley. You saw $0.30 cents in a day. $0.30 cents in a day. Okay. The other thing we talked about, you know, your grocery bills, right? They're they're outrageous. You know, my wife and I are, are, are uh, 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 you know, she goes and she shops yep. and, and uh, we're empty nesters. And she said... I just spent three hundred dollars on this. She sent me a picture, and there's nothing. There's like five little little, little bags. bags, right? But you, a family of five, you paid
1: over the weekend nine seventy seven for groceries, almost a thousand bucks. I almost feel like I should buy him lunch, Becky. Lynn. I, was I feel say, bad.
0: So you're officially broke.
1: <laughs> so that's right. why I work you so
0: much. That.
2: Yeah, that's why he works here fifteen hours a day. All right. So what is going on? Because we're. I don't know if it's getting better across the nation. I can tell you it's getting worse here. Inflation wow. is up in, in in Phoenix. We're at least five or six percentage points above the national average. Yeah. Our gas prices, I mean, you know, I was talking to my dad in, in New York. The gas prices there aren't that bad. I was talking to my, my, my brother, the doctor in Atlanta. Gas prices aren't that bad. And we're looking at them here. And it's like, wow, we, we got under $4 for a day. It was like three ninety eight,
1: And now we've, we've shot up 30, 40 cents. Yep. And California's getting ready to it's tip six again. And the reason? Unscheduled maintenance is one of them on the refineries. And we don't have a lot of refineries, and we haven't built new refineries, and you couldn't build a new refinery if you wanted to. So the unscheduled maintenance, along with the fact that they're switching over to their winter blend, has caused us to have a real issue here, and it's causing all of the gas prices across the country to go up. And oh, by the way, Hurricane Ian is heading towards Tampa, which could cause more disruption, so gas prices could stay steady and continue to rise. So if Ian
2: is pretty bad... yeah gas prices could go further up see i mean i never thought you know i know we all looked at that day What was a couple weeks ago and we were like oh this is good gas prices are going down it's almost four dollars uh and now they've, they've shot right back up i mean how are we all feeling because i think we're all feeling pretty bad going to the grocery store still maybe worse than a few weeks ago yeah uh we feel worse going to the gas the gas station worse than a few weeks ago if you were to look at your 401k today, I mean, is would you don't, say this is a stock don't.
1: market crash? Well, yeah, we're into a bear market. We're in a bear we're a, market. We're, a, we're in a bear market. We're down 20%. Uh, we're down almost 6,000 points for the year. Uh, the Dow was almost at 37 in January.
2: Yeah. And we're under 29 now, I mm-hmm. believe. We're down under today twenty five
1: points. We're almost under 29. We're, we're at 29,134.
2: Yeah yeah
1: so like you look across the
2: board at everything all right our money 's not doing well we can 't get a deal at the gas station. uh boy, you go to a grocery store you 're going to get crushed you know it's i 'm trying to th- i want to uh, the only thing that 's good right now is covid, and we 've all forgotten about that anyway. what is good what 's good in the economy <laughs> what What can we point to that we can say hey we we feel pretty good about this Because Jobs,
1: I think, might be one of them, but it's weird because if you look at one thing, it'll say 50% of Americans expect to leave their jobs and find a new job in the next 12 months. And then you've got uh, 50% of Americans expect to be fired in the next 12 months. I I don't think anybody knows what's coming or going. I don't think they know what to expect. And they're also waiting for, you know, there's going to have to be another reckoning when it comes to interest rates because people are still spending. Consumer confidence is up. You know, now here in the West, in the Southwest, it's not because we see prices rising when it comes to gas and everything. But across the country, they've got far more of a respite than we have off the gas prices. But that could change. So we're also looking at a recession. You know, it's almost October. We have three months left in the year. And I think people are throwing it into the wind and saying, this is our last hoorah, we've had a little bit of fun here, That we're going to tighten our belts at the beginning of the year, so let's go have some fun and throw some money on your credit
2: cards. So so after Christmas, we're going to hunker down. We're going to Well, I think we're going to have no choice at that point. Right. Because we're still spending money, even though the government's trying to stop us from spending money.
1: Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are are older realize 6% is not a big deal. Six percent for interest rate yeah, on the house. You know, yeah. Now 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 granted, when it comes to your credit cards, that's still a little bit higher, but a lot of people already had higher credit card debt. Yeah. So I don't really think they're they're freaking out too much about it. Here's the thing though, and the housing thing is weird too, right? If you here's here's something. You 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 want to move, you maybe you want to downsize, maybe you wanna look somewhere a little bit bigger, but you're looking around going, Man, do I really want to give up this three percent mortgage rate? Right. No. To jump into a six percent mortgage rate? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay more to downsize? Right. It's tough times out there. I
2: was listening to Elliot Pollack, the economist. We know him. He was asked, well, how do you prepare for a recession? Because you talked about the housing. We've talked gas prices. We've talked inflation. The Dow is a disaster. Um, And a recession is on the way in 2023. So, I mean, I I think one thing that, you know, what, what kind of solution can we come up with Do we just hunker down? Here's what Elliot said. How do you prepare for a recession?
0: Well, what you do to prepare is get as liquid as you can, uh, cut unnecessary expenditures and sort of uh, pull back for a while uh, until you see that you are in good shape. Some people will skate through this thing because of the nature of their jobs. Other people are going to have a difficult time. So it it depends on the nature of your job. If you're in a very stable situation, a government job, uh, you're a teacher, you're in uh, financial services, uh, you're probably going to gonna have a, a reasonably good uh, 2023. If you're in an industry that is going to be affected by higher interest rates and slower demand because of those higher interest rates, it's going to be a difficult time. Mm.
2: Yeah. So I think we're looking at three more bad months of the year in the economy. And then at the beginning of 2023, we're looking at a recession which apparently is not supposed to be as bad, not nearly as bad as 08.
1: It Harris, depends, man.
2: It, I don't know. I mean, because I, yeah, I'm looking I can't around the
1: world it. like right now. Here's something else that hurts us. The dollar is strong. Because people are afraid that the world's uncertainties with what's going on in Ukraine, right. what's going on in, in China, a lot of stuff. The dollar is very strong. It's the lowest point it's ever been with the pound and the euro. And they're getting ready to raise rates again because they know they're in a recession right now. And this could be a global recession in some areas as bad as it was in 2008. Probably not here, but there is a chance for that. All right. So
2: that's the economic news. It's not good. It's not good, but I know you, all of you are thinking about it. We're thinking about it. We're living it, so we might as well talk about it. Uh, coming up next. Hey, will the Maricopa County attorney prosecute women who get abortions? Who knows what the law is? I don't right. even know.
1: 1812? 1814?
2: 1854? 1603? 2022? 1901? I don't know. We'll talk about it next. The Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously
0: entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show.
2: 1854,
1: 1901. It sounds like, hey, what, what year do you have? we have 1854. Oh. It's very nice. But a 1901, is very good. And we have something new out of the back. The, That's called the Deucey. 2022.
2: 2022. Yes. Yeah, we've got all these abortion it laws. Tastes like ice cream. <laughs> we've got two abortion bans on the books in Arizona. Uh, it's insane, it's ridiculous, nobody knows what to do. We've you can got- get an
1: abortion for your abortion ban. <laughs> like, that's how much... Yeah, uh, We have a third one that we talked we thought was the one, and yeah. everybody just said, screw 1901.
2: Yeah. 1901 sucked. Right. Let's go back to 1854. Or phenomenal year. Let's try 2022. So the 2022 ban, 15-week uh, ban on abortion. You have 15 weeks to go get an abortion. I think most of Arizona would be fine with that. I think
1: most of America would be fine with that.
2: Okay. Uh, 1854, no abortions under any circumstances whatsoever. Doesn't matter, incest, rape. Uh, but if mom's life is a danger, then you can then you can do it. Uh, I just don't think that most of us are there. Uh, 1854, we weren't even a state. I think it's asinine to think that we should. There
1: wasn't a civil war, car, things like that. Right. Just pointing these things out that hadn't happened yet, yeah. and people didn't even know that there was land out this far. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, Rachel Mitchell. Is the Maricopa County attorney. And this is interesting. She came out and and said this today. You know, are you going to prosecute women if they go get an abortion? And here's what she said.
0: I know this is a highly emotionally charged subject, and I want the community to know that I will not prosecute women for having abortions, and no statute even suggests a woman will ever be prosecuted for her decision. Likewise, I will not revictimize survivors of rape, incest, or molestation.
2: Okay. Yeah. So why did she come out and say that? Because I guess we've got to go into the politics of it. Rachel Mitchell is a Republican. She is running in the midterms, obviously against the Democrat. Why would the Republican Rachel Mitchell say, I think what most of us really, uh, uh, we already know, no one's prosecuting women. There's nothing in these laws yeah, about that.
1: Because people are not the sharpest. They they take everything and they look at it on the surface. And so they'll hear somebody who goes, they're going to put women behind jail and they're going to charge them for murder and they think that's all true. So you have to remind everybody, yeah. none of these things are real. She's, okay, beca- Smart move. And so you come out and you say it. And you know what? Some Republicans, you see the guy in Oklahoma today who signed that big bill a long time ago? Uh, somebody who was a rape survivor talked to him and he says, you know, I think we might have gone too far with some of these things. We need to rethink some of this stuff. So, you, you know... Yeah, but
2: you know what? I can give that politician some credit for listening.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. But right? you've got to come out and you've got to state, look, nobody's going to put anybody in jail. And she was even here talking to us saying, uh, you know, who? first of all, who's going to tell on somebody? And secondly, uh, we've got better things to do with the money and time. We, we're going after criminals and we're going after... We're going to prosecute drug dealers and gangs and stuff. Right. This is... But it's a great thing to talk about. But here's so women, if
2: if they get an abortion, they're not going to be prosecuted. No. Most of us already know that. But Rachel Mitchell, I think
1: had to remind everybody
2: for clarity. She's got to come out and say, listen, we got two abortion bans. Nobody knows which one it is. Let me tell you what I'll do. You're a woman. I'm never going to prosecute you for having an abortion. I also like that she brought up rape and incest, which I I have a feeling if you found out
1: you were it was later. And, you went and, got, and somebody's willing to do one here, she probably would just, you know. Right. Because didn't she say she worked in the sexual crime division, and that is one thing that she will not do right? when it comes to. It seems fair. Yeah. Okay. So here's
2: the thing, though. W- what would Rachel Mitchell do if, let's well, see, it, you, you're not going to prosecute women, but you could prosecute the doctors. Now, here's the thing. Doctors, what are they supposed to do? They don't know. They don't know which abortion law is in effect. No. Okay. So I always give the example Woman is pregnant and the baby has died inside her womb. Are we expecting that mother here in Arizona to carry a dead baby to term? Yeah. Or can we say, listen, obviously, we're going to give you an abortion? I don't know the answer to that question. And to be honest, I don't know if Rachel Mitchell does either. Maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. But I think most, of, I don't think doctors know. Imagine being a doctor and a woman comes in. And he, he or she, the doctor finds out, my goodness, you've lost this child. But we're in Arizona, so you know, you got two months to go, and I know that the kid's dead, but we're going to have to keep him in your belly.
1: Yeah. That's horrific. Got, and here's the thing, too. Terrific. Some of the things we've got laws on the book for if you do something and a child is born, uh, stillborn, or something happens to it, where they could examine the baby mm-hmm. to see if the baby you know suffered at your hands so it's it's really the, we need clarity that's all people want transparency and clarity so they know what's going on right now the speed of the wind is changing every moment and by the time we're off the show today Brnovich will have tweeted out later no nope, we found a bill from 07 just 07, not 1907, not 2007, <laughs> 07. 1007. Yeah, and this, and, and if you're going to get an abortion, they're going to throw rocks at you. Like, that's how stupid some of yeah. this stuff is. We don't
2: know which one is supposedly the one. Okay. Uh, we'll get back to this later in the show. Uh, coming up next. Coming up. All right. So there's a new study, right? Yeah. And it tells us the absolute most number one thing that we hate when we fly. Like you would think it's a baby crying or something like that. Or, you know, I remember being on a plane. I saw a a, a mom uh, in the, you know, in the three, the three seat thing. She had like a a six year old who was sleeping. She took the baby, put it on top of the six year old, changed the baby.
1: About that six year old. And I'm
2: thinking that, gosh, that's disgusting.
1: That six year old knows what it's number one thing is. I hate about flying when mom changes the dirty diapers on me.
2: That did not make the list. But we'll tell you the number one thing. That people absolutely most despise would get in on a plane next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
0: Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show.
1: Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Stevie X is heading to the auction pavilion next Thursday with Vanessa Carlton. Tickets on sale, but you can win a pair now by visiting contest page at KTR.com. I was actually watching some Fleetwood Mac earlier. Very nice. Everything is such a great song, but she doesn't sing that. that will be uh, Christian McPhee that sings that one. Hmm.
2: Hey, 405, we've got midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, we bring you the madness, the mayhem. That is the 2022 midterm election every day at four. Uh, we have independent voters who are undecided. The big swayers About who to vote for for governor. So we're going to talk about that. How many independent voters, let's say out of five, uh, how many are undecided? I think you're going to be really shocked because this will decide the race. People yep. like you, people like me. We're independents, Jad. Uh, we will decide the race. But I have a feeling—I <laughs> I have a feeling—some are going down the road I've been going down. And that's—I definitely don't like one person, but that other person, I, I may not be able to vote for her either. Yeah, we'll go through that at four. But that—that'll decide the race. Okay. Uh, when you get on a plane,
1: what's the last thing you want to hear? Maybe
2: it's this. <laughs>
1: We know you have many okay. choices in air flight. Thanks you for taking
2: Moan Air. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynn, what does this sound like to you? Okay, put your headphones on, right? All right, here we go. This happened on an American Airlines plane. What do you think is what do you think is taking place? <laughs>
0: I have no idea. Will so you, you have like a what lunatic. she's having?
2: Will you have what she's
1: having? No, it, does not,
0: it doesn't sound like that to I me. I will not have the fish. It does not sound like that to
2: me. Oh, my God, you had an airplane. That's airplane, yeah. Do you want to take a guess? Like, just make something up.
0: It's just a man groaning and moaning.
2: It is not, it is not a very good cow cuddling. It is not a cow. Right. We did cow cuddling. Yes. But we didn't do it. We talked about it. It's like, you know, <laughs> Wait, to, we
0: got an invitation to go do it. Just we, letting you know. We did? Yes, we did. We so, got an invitation to go cow cuddle with the goat yoga association. Oh, gosh. In Arizona. It's Yo, like you're people's no, I'm not going. Are right. you going? Yeah. All right. We'll
2: all go. Let's talk about that in a second. Here's the moaning. Okay. And it's not one of those. Well, what is it? Like uh uh, a cow that you like what was the turkey that was on a plane that you talked about a couple of years oh, ago um uh oh the the,
1: the emotional emotional support, support cow cow,
2: cow. No, this is a this is a voice yeah, moans and strange noises that's what passengers on a series of american airlines flights heard over that plane's pa system I didn't know it was a series. I, w- I thought it was one plane. All right, so where's this coming from? They're on a bunch of American Airlines planes because it's not somebody who had the fish and is moaning in the can. From whispering to heavy breathing and moaning, passengers aboard several American airline flights have reported hearing a cacophony of disembodied a sounds. Cacophony.
0: Oh, what? Love a that cacophony. Cacophony. What? That word. Cacophony.
2: Woohoo! Somebody's a big reader. Do you think that that he made that word up? Have you no, ever heard there's... that? Yes. Is that actually a word? Yes. Well, obviously, I don't know what it is. So we'll go to the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. What is a cacophony? A harsh. Discordant mixture of sounds. We'll see. I don't know what discordant means. I don't know. Look up discordant. We'll get you know to that what? in a if second. You ever
1: watched a game in sports and they're like, "There's a cacophony of sound you're know, pouring out of there." You know the wall. Ah, yeah. If you have a house full of dogs and they
0: all start barking at one
1: time, that's a it, cacophony. You, that you're going
0: to have a cacophony. That's
1: right. You're discordant,
2: discordant, <laughs> disagreeing or incongruous. Well, now I got to look up incongruous. Oh, gosh. Just get back to it. American airline flights have reported hearing a cacophony of disembodied sounds coming from the intercom.
0: You know, we spoke to one of the passengers who happened to capture these bizarre moans and groans on his cell phone. And here's his take on all the noise.
2: Oh, my gosh. The
0: plane is haunted. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a horror movie. That's unbelievable. Or someone really it's sick. ghost
2: plane. All right, we're going to tell you where that noise is coming from in a second. Uh, you're landing the land the plane I'm not on this plane get me off this thing
0: Uh-oh. Emerson Collins can't help but giggle when strange sounds start coming over the PA system on his American Airlines flight Uh-oh. So they started pre-takeoff and while we were still loading onto the plane the earliest sounds sounded like someone having shall we say
2: gastrointestinal issues That's what I thought yeah. it was nope yeah. nope not it Uh-oh.
0: Rollins says he was flying from LAX to Dallas on September 6th to produce a writer's festival. When I jokingly asked the flight attendant, Is he okay? (laughs) Because it definitely sounded like someone being sick. Uh, They came on quickly and announced that our flight crew was fine. It was no one on board, uh, nothing to worry
2: about. Wait a minute. If there's no one on board, who's making the
1: noise? See, I thought it was like a flight attendant being, like, funny. Or somebody drunk grabbed uh, something and, you know, like is hiding somewhere. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, we realize there is an extremely irritating sound coming over the public announcement.
2: Okay, so you have the flight attendant saying, ladies and gentlemen, I, I know that there's a- an annoying noise that's coming over the speakers. The flight deck is trying to troubleshoot, trying to turn it off, so we're trying to turn it off. pilot
0: also assured passengers everything was fine. But American Airlines says their PAs are not connected to Wi-Fi, so there's no way to hack them. Two other passengers on separate... Am- then what is it?
1: It's a ghost plane.
0: American flights have also reportedly said they heard similar noises on their flights recently. American Airlines released a statement about the sound saying, The PA systems on board our aircraft are hardwired and there's no external access. Following the initial report, our maintenance team thoroughly inspected the aircraft and the PA system and determined the sounds were caused by a mechanical issue with the... What? Well, that's even scarier. A mechanical issue... Determine the sounds were caused by a mechanical issue with the PA amplifier, which raises the volume of the PA system when the engines are running. Our team is reviewing the additional
2: reports. Yeah, because it's we haunted. think it's, okay, I think now, it's haunted. Now
0: play it again, now that we know it's mechanical.
2: That's angry.
0: Yeah, that doesn't
2: sound mechanical at all. No, that's angry. That's a man. Yeah, my, yeah. I yeah. think there's someone stuck under the plane. Well, there you go.
1: Under three planes?
2: Oh, yeah. It's on different
0: planes.
2: (laughs) Honestly, you hear that. Are you getting off the plane? I'm getting off the plane.
1: Yeah, especially before it takes off. I mean, if you're in the air, you're like, oh. But now you're telling me, hey, guys, don't worry. That's just some noise from some mechanical issues. Turn around, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Can you imagine going through a whole flight with that? Some people were laughing. I saw some people on TikTok are like, "This is the greatest flight I've ever been on." Because <laughs> people are totally uncomfortable. Uh, and I love the. Ah, it's not us. It's no. some idiot. Ah, we're trying to fix it. You can hear. Me <laughs> what is that? <laughs> All right, I'm done. It's a new Yoko Ono album. <laughs> I'm not
2: done. <laughs> 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 All right, so that is uh, an American Airlines plane that moans. And they—they they, I don't think they know what it is. I I don't think they know yeah. what it is. Mm-mm. I should at least get a free drink or something, right? Even if you have somebody moaning. They're not on their plane. But well, if I was there and they were moaning, I'd want something it. free. Give me a sandwich. They didn't do it for the whole flight, though, right? Yes. It was, yeah, it did it for oh, the whole over flight. The whole fl- oh, yeah. my
0: gosh, how annoying. Right, that's is what that? I'm talking about. Oh Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Would you rather sit next to the smelly dude, Becky Lynn, or would you rather hear that voice throughout the whole
1: flight? Oh, no. I'll take the voice over the smelly yeah, dude. I'll take it the depends, here, yeah, It depends. because It really depends on the smelly guy, right? Because if, uh, th- if you tell me this is a mechanical issue, I'll take smelly guy. If you tell me it's a weirdo that snuck on the plane and is doing something we're searching from, well, it's a different story.
2: Mm. All right. Well, there you go. There We've you got go. Uh, a moaning on different uh, American airlines. Uh, <laughs> All right. Coming Coming up. Coming uh, up. We're going to talk about uh, one of the most recognizable voices of all time. You may never hear that voice again. This is unbelievable. We'll talk about it next. Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
0: Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad show.
2: All right, 4.05, midterm mayhem. Which mayhem. way are independents going? Are they going towards Hobbs? Or are they going towards Lake? We've got some really interesting numbers. Remember, independents are going to decide this election. Okay. Hobbs, Is it or are they going to go into the Lake of Doom? <laughs> okay. Uh, plus, at the top of the hour at 3 o'clock. Um, so, migrant kids are in distress. There's a new study. Um, when they get here, they're in distress. And people are blaming us. They're blaming the U.S. government. Oh, I
1: thought they were blaming you and I.
2: No. They blame us for everything else. But is it really the U.S. government's fault when kids are either, you know, they sneak over with their parents or a coyote takes them over and they're stressed by the time they get here and then we take them into custody and that's what stressed them out? We're going to talk about that coming up uh, at 3 o'clock. All right. Uh, James Earl Jones, maybe the greatest voice ever. Uh, You know, he did uh, Darth Vader. Apparently... They're making sure that long after James Earl Jones is gone, we'll still have his voice. So this is where AI comes in. Uh, have you heard
1: about this? Yeah.
2: Okay. It's scary. It, why do you think it's scary? Uh,
1: well, because I, I'm thinking more of it right now for the political side of things, because these deep fakes and things that they can do if you can do something. I mean, that guy that does the Tom Cruise is crazy.
2: Right. So like an example is... You could get Donald Trump's face, put a voice that sounds exactly like him. He says something more crazy than what he usually says and you put it out there and people are going to think it's him. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to believe it because
1: right. we do no due diligence on anything. Of anymore. course. We're like, first thing I saw, I
2: believed. So using artificial intelligence, um, we're going to have James Earl Jones for hundreds of years. Yes. Okay. He's got one of the most recognizable voices of all time. Would you agree? This is CNN. First voice ever
1: heard on CNN. That's right.
2: That's right. So I thought we'd do random rankings top five iconic, most recognizable voices. Gatos and Chad's random rankings. Random
0: rankings. Number five.
2: All right. As always, I've prepared the list. You, Chad, you'll have to do it off the cuff. All right. Random rankings. All right. Most iconic. Greatest, most recognizable voices, of course. I'm going to start with. Harry Styles!
1: Uh, Don't laugh! By the way, 15 weeks as of this week. That's what I'm one, saying. 15 weeks.
2: Now, I know I've told you in the past that, yes, I'd like to take... Why is the music on? Why did we get rid of Harry? I don't know. Anyway, I like to take a bath, have a little Chardonnay, play a little Harry Styles.
1: I think it's fantastic. I bet it is. So, so uh, this that's is, my number five. Okay, I, thought, I didn't know if it was singing or speaking voice. It's, it's anything. All right. Most well. iconic, most recognizable voices,
2: and my favorite all-time singer is Harry Styles. Well, if we're
1: going to do a speaking voice, how about this? Little Sam Elliott. Oh. That guy brings it every time time, doesn't he? The he vo- you you just hear him you're like I know who that is, Miho. <laughs> Miho. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does right. all the car commercials. He does everything. In all
2: the movies.
1: With I Patrick have a Swayze. voiceover buddy who you would swear it's Sam Elliott when he calls. Is that so? Yeah. All Crazy. right. Number 4. Number 4. Vincent Price.
2: No mere mortal
0: can resist. The evil. Of the
1: thriller. Number 4 for me, little Freddie Mercury. Oh. Is there a voice that it's the one voice that you're like, "I know who that is." Freddie Mercury, Queen, just it is it's just amazing.
2: Yeah. Top 5 most iconic recognizable voices, random rankings. Where are we now? Let's see. 3. Uh I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with Elvis Presley. Nice. Anytime he speaks, anytime he sings, you know exactly who it is. Understand. easily one of the most recognizable voices of
1: all time. I understand what you're saying, I appreciate that. Right? I uh, know. You know what I'm cool saying? I, I saw something there the other day and be looking at my mom and say, <laughs> oh. uh, dated and Elvis. Uh, dated Elvira for a while, if you guys by, know that.
2: That's... By the way, I saw that movie out. Yeah. Boy, that colonel is a piece of garbage. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he he was, killed
1: Elvis by the yeah, way. Yeah, he was, he was an awful human okay. being. Uh, for me, number three, Sean Connery. Oh. Oh, the voice, right? Can you Sick. do his voice too? Oh, a little Scottish voice. It's been a while. I see. He's been dead for so long. I haven't heard anything Is he dead? You didn't know that? No, Sean Sean Connery's dead. dead. That's terrible. I died young fool. I died. He died a long time ago. I think he died in like 2009 or something. He died in 2009? It's been a while, kids. Hmm. Number two.
2: On number two, I'm going to go with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Super,
1: that's I love it when you do all these things. And they come to me and they're like, Would you like to see how big my muscles are? It's fantastic. I can't believe it. Uh, me, uh, number uh, two. two. All right, number two. Let me see here. God, I got so many. Oh, simple and easy. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, the voice of God the voice of god
2: yeah that's a good one that's all right good one. here we go number 1 yeah morgan freeman <laughs> i mean you know we're not putting uh james earl jones in there because this is all about him but i'm doing going morgan morgan freeman the go- the voice of god who's your number
1: 1 chad number 1 is simple truly the man they called the voice of god the actor that's credited with more acting credit roles of all time his name kurt thomas
2: his title, three time world gymnastics champion.
1: That's right, we're talking about Don LaFontaine, wow. the great movie voice trailer actor who uh, you saw on Geico and everything. It's just amazing. All right, random rankings. Got the top five. Iconic. Slott. Why wasn't I number one, Chad? I'd crush him. <laughs> oh, but he's not allowed anymore because he passed away. <laughs> My muscles are so huge. My dad was not a Nazi. <laughs>
2: All right, that's random rankings coming up next. Hey, uh, migrant kids, they're in distress. Apparently, it's all America's fault. Of course, it
1: is.